Welcome back, everyone, to Clear the Dance Floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn, live on this wintry, chilly Sunday afternoon in January 2024. I'm your host, Colby Smith. I will be with you until the 5 o'clock hour where Shedding Light picks up the slack. But we got to clear... I don't know, clear the battlefield. I don't know what, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. The point is, is that we are, we're like the Jay Leno primetime spot. <laughs> Just taking out all the trash for shedding light. If there's anything left over, uh, uh, they get to clean it up. That's a great show. You guys should keep listening to it after uh, this is done. My guest today is comedian, writer, playwright, filmmaker, and former roommate. And friend, Reed Pope. Hello. Oh my gosh, all of those things. I'm yeah. so honored to be all those things. For Thank a while, you. it was like, oh, I sing and I dance and I and I act. That was the triple threat. Yeah. Now the triple threat is comedian, writer, roommate. Roommate. C R R baby. What's up? Not much. I'm quaking, freezing, shaking, I know, walking around town. It's it. I would say it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. It doesn't feel good. That's... It doesn't feel good to be in New York City, which is where we are. Yeah. It. It never. I will say it. It never feels good, and usually that's part of the charm. Mm -hmm. But it has actually. We've surpassed that, and now it just is bad. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> People have been complaining, and I do like to start the show with about forty-five minutes of weather talk. Yeah, you got it. Got it. People have been complaining. Oh, it doesn't get cold. Well, we haven't had snow. Oh, you know? global warming. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> well, be careful what you wish for because everyone wants to die. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and and happy weekend to you. You know. Happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Sunday. This is this is a sacred day. You know, this is Radio Day. Clear the dance floor day. This is radio day. This is radio day. This I is need to. I, I have forgotten to observe radio day for for a while, and it's <laughs> yes. good to be reminded in these cold months. Hey, stay inside. Get get pop in touch your with yourself. On. Pop your radio on. Yeah. and celebrate radio day. Absolutely, make a nice hot chocolate. Oh, are you a? Are you a? Do you have hot chocolate? Now I'm interviewing you. I love You're it. You're on the hot seat. Do you have hot chocolate regularly? No, do you, no. you remember it exists every now and then and try it? Or every you... now and then I yeah. will I will remember and I'll go, oh yes, that sounds that sounds really good. And then I'll get Swiss miss. I was gonna say, do you do you mess around with the yeah, okay. You're doing bags. <laughs> yeah. And is it milk or water in there? It's milk. All right. For sure. Thank God. Yeah. I'd have to walk out. <laughs> 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 all the all the diehard Reed, no! all the diehard water fans are just like yeah. getting roasted on this on this have you ever been is there a single person who's like i actually prefer it with water because you know how there's these people with these like reactionary food opinions right you know cold right. pizza is actually better than regular pizza it's like I know what you're saying, it's but like, like not really. You can be different in any other way, <laughs> actually, but like make it make sense. Like let's not try 100%. to. 100%. Yeah, I do eat a lot of cold food and it drives my partner crazy, but it's just, it's not because I think it's better. It's just I'm lazy. Like I oh, will yeah. eat cold pad thai because it, I, the microwave's too hot. Yeah, totally. And yeah. with cold pizza specifically, it's like sometimes I just don't want to wait. <laughs> Yeah. The four minutes to <laughs> then it unwrap gets, like, it, put it rubbery, in the and you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I might as well just like break my teeth off and, yeah. <laughs> and <just laughs> further, further, further suffer. But um, anyway, I guess if yeah. I, if people are out there and they're like, you know, I I prefer it with hot water, they can call in and tell us that number is seven one eight six seven three eight two zero one, and only call if you want to defend hot water, hot chocolate. 
because yeah. the rest of you can take a chill pill. <laughs> we don't want to hear from anyone else. Too many callers. <laughs> it's been oh, Reed, you have no idea. Oh, I can People tell just have from been calling, and calling. This show is so popular on this station. I I could feel it from the second I walked in. I, I'm that's why I'm you know I'm nervous. <laughs> I blamed the cold. I said I was shaking, quaking in my boots because of the cold. No, it was because I I knew this. The status, yeah, you the knew stature. The, the platform you were about to enjoy. <laughs> I, said, I gotta nail it. I gotta the, nail the, it. The internet radio. So far, <laughs> we've we've hit two of my favorite segments that I, I, I uh, you know, kind of walk backwards in every week, which is, you know, about 45 minutes of weather talk, okay. and then uh, complaining about the, the medium of internet radio. <laughs> I do them both every week in a way that disgusts me. It, you know, I think that eases people in. Yeah. 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 You're it, right. It's where are you? I'm in a place that has weather. And then what are you listening to? Internet radio. I mean, you got to do the that's journalism, right? Where? That's right. That is journalism. Where and what? And we got to move into, I guess. The oh, and, and how? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. How okay, is radio? How? Maybe we could go how next. I guess. Yeah, well, I guess how is internet radio? That was a twofer. And now why? Why is that existential? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Shit, man. (laughs) Damned if I know. But listen. Named a a bunch of things there at the beginning. A lot of things that you do. Yes. And I would like to start with the most recent one. Yes. Filmmaker. You have... Just completed shooting a short film that has the best name I've ever heard. Oh, thank you so much. I want you to say, I was about to say it, but I kind of want you to say it just so you could have the credit you deserve. Oh, thank you. It is called <laughs> Lesbian Jesus is Pregnant with Vibes. That's Lesbian Jesus is Pregnant with Vibes. A title my dad said might be hard to get people to give money to that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you find that to be true? Uh, you know, I did have to ask everyone I know in my fundraising, but I they it didn't seem like the title was the thing that was stopping yeah. them. From- I think that's true for everybody. I think everybody, rightfully, well, maybe not rightfully, everybody feels a little queasy about crowdfunding in general. Yeah. Uh, so every little thing is like, well, maybe that's the reason why uh, why everyone hates me and doesn't right. support my work. Right. <laughs> um, no, we had a blast making it. Yeah, yeah. you. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Well, tell me about how the the the. Get how it all came together. What how, like how the, the earliest? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, well, I I wrote a like ten minute play, mm-hmm. and it was actually for one of those one off nights where they're like, you get three actors and write something for them that they had never done on stage, and one so of them fun. was like, I want to be a mother. I want to throw Cheetos and catch them in my mouth, and I want to be a lesbian. I think was the other one. <laughs> I was like, don't we all? Your aspiration. <laughs> I would really like to be a lesbian this year. Mother, <laughs> lesbian, catching Cheetos in mouth. The three New Year's resolutions. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, I wrote, I wrote a 10 minute thing for them and it turned out to be really fun. And then somebody was like, Hey, you should make that a short film. Yeah. Um, and I've been wanting to, I've been directing for theater and comedy stuff for mm-hmm. a while. And I, I've been wanting to do more film directing and, and see what that was all about. And, uh, yeah, so we, we put it together. We had such, so much fun. We were really, I don't often like laugh at my own things that I write when I hear them back. Yeah. And they were just, the actors are making such insane choices. At one point during a take, I laughed so hard, I kicked over a bunch of cans. Yeah. And, it, and it, everybody turned around and I was like, sorry, cracking, you're cracking me up. <laughs> and yeah. shout out some of these actors. You oh. have, uh, uh, leading this thing is someone who I think is so, so funny and weird. Incredibly talented. Yeah. Emily, Emily, Emily Worth. Worth. Emily Worth, shout out. I... Truly the sweetest person, which mm-hmm. first and foremost, 
that is what mattered to me. Um, and then just the funniest, smartest improviser and I know. can can make uh, ha- made different choices every time in a way that I were in the edit right now, and it's so hard yeah. to choose. Yeah. I'll, I just want to. I want to. Since we're talking about how funny Emily were, yeah, is, please, please, yeah. I want to <laughs> shout out some a very specific skill that she has, which is here in in Brooklyn. We got this thing called the Brooklyn Comedy Collective. Okay, a very very cool place, doing lots of very funny, unique shows. Everybody wants to hang out there. We all do hang out there, and it's great. Before it, it, it it's kind of housed in this other in Eris in Williamsburg, and before every show, someone who works at the theater has mm-hmm. to go talk about what BCC is, how they have classes, and, oh, by the way, these are the fire exits. <laughs> like, legally, they have to do this. Emily works there. To make this information actually funny, I was like, it's impossible. Because people try, and they can't do it. Emily is maybe maybe the only person in history who's been able to be Funny in the way a comedian is funny while saying the bathrooms are at the rear of the theater. <laughs> the fire exit in case of emergency is that way. It is incredible to me. Every time she people say, you know, they could read the phone book. The new thing is they could recite the yes. uh, fire exit speech at BCC and I would laugh. That's <laughs> Emily. It's true. Really anything, anything she says. And it's so effortless. It's see, it's so embedded. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, and then we had Jill. Joe Pangalo, who's an amazing uh, actor who does a lot of stuff at Joe's Pub and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in the, the New York theater scene and also has done Brooklyn comedy, comedy things. She was she was killing me. Uh, and and then Alex Songsha, yeah. who, you know, writer, improviser, writes for Rick and Morty. I know. So impressive. Um, flew across the country to do the short. I am so thankful. That's so cool. For them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and then Jordan Carlos, too. Yeah. So. Oh, also a super dream fun. team. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was it like? I mean, because like you were saying, this is kind of your first foray into directing a film, a short film. What What was the learning curve? Or like, did you actually find that it was like pretty much in line with what your experience had been up until that point? I think working with actors was pretty much the same in terms yeah, of yeah. rehearsing and, you know, how to how to speak to them in a way that hopefully <laughs> communicates what you want and respects them as human beings and a- asking a lot of questions. And uh, yeah, that, that was all pretty, pretty much the same. I will say mm-hmm. the, the like pre-production shot listing and working with the DP and my DP Remington was amazing. Remington long. She, we just had so many zoom calls where we were shot listing and re-shot listing and re-shot listing. And I think it paid off because we finished an hour early every day, which is like hey. unheard of in film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or so yeah. I've heard. Um, but yeah, I think I think the like I was very nervous about the technical elements just because I've you know I've taken production classes. My eyes have glazed over a little bit. I, oh yeah. I, it, to me, it's like it it takes me back to third grade when I had to do a math problem on the board in front 100%, of the whole class. One hundred percent. My heart just goes up when people are trying to like speak technical. Oh my God. I mean, look at you. You're surrounded by equipment oh, yeah. here. Yeah, but I mean, I'm very limited in, <laughs> in what I can do here. Um, there are you, whole whole rows of buttons I don't understand. Do not touch those. Yeah, that's basically what my experience was on set. It was like, here's the ones that you should know about, and then yeah. we'll take care of the rest. And I kept being like, can I help carry something? And they were like, please, no. <laughs> like, you will mess it up. You'll get in the way somehow. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I think, and but it is fun to think visually. I mm. think that was super different, and you have yeah. so much more to work with. Yeah, 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 totally. It's this weird thing where it's like, 
half of the director's job is like thinking about the big picture and like how everything looks. And the other is like your school principal or something. It's like you're the boss of this little company uh, for the day, which like I could understand how people would excel at maybe one of those and not the other. Right. It does seem like that shouldn't be the same job. 100%. And and that's probably why so many problems happen on big Hollywood sets because it's like you those are two different brains that I will say I don't direct a lot for theater especially my own stuff because I don't like doing the camp counselor thing yeah 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 I can do it I can put it on I can you know but uh so I was nervous about that on set especially because everybody was dead silent when they were setting up and I'm like oh no am I gonna have to like 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 get the energy up or like make a speech and then my AD came in and she was like I, she literally verbatim was like, I was a camp counselor. I have a loud voice. I will oh, take wow. care of this. And so she did all the yelling, all the let's go, let's move on over here. Like all that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. So she was great. But, but yeah, it was so quiet in the morning when we were setting up. And I was like, do I say hi to people? What do I do? <laughs> like, do I just sit here? I can't possibly just, you know, I, I want to just like whisper thank you in all of their ears. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the camp counselor thing of just like, you have like a good morning song. You all do. <laughs> And they're like, I'm never working with this bitch again. Yeah, this exactly. is terrible. Um, <laughs> that is. Yeah. Reed is actually kind of exhausting. Kind of. Yeah. It's weird. Did you go to camp as a kid? I did for a bit. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like I, I remember being like a little kid, like eight, nine and being in those situations where it's like, OK, everybody, like we're going to like have fun today. And like, here's a little song about the day. I remember as a child being like, would you relax? <laughs> I'm exhausted. Can we can we please just talk like human? Yes. Let's sit down, and have a coffee, and chat about life. You know, we don't need to. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. need to be a performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, having been on both sides of that now, right. I'm kind of like, well, it's like I get it because it's like, what else are you gonna do? You know, it's like, <laughs> like you got to do something. You got you got to lead this group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is it more for you or is it more for them? I will say that was the, the sweetest part about being your roommate during lockdown when you were teaching oh, yeah. preschool is I could hear through the wall, the little good morning song oh, on my zoom. God. Yeah. The zoom, the zoom preschool. That was an era for sure. I really think you deserve an award for, for that. I should have brought it with me. You're the one who hands out the awards for, for zoom preschool <laughs> among your many other talents. You're also recognizing teachers on the front line. Quadruple threat, quadruple threat. <laughs> woodworking trophies for just preschool teachers yeah well what's the state of uh of the movie is it what 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 what, what's happening now that's a great question uh we yeah we shot it we wrapped it was so much fun i keep knocking on wood i'm like waiting for the other shoe to drop um and now we're putting it together my partner is editing it that's Uh that's also their their day job and so just on the weekends they're editing it so i kind of just Every every weeknight be like you have a little more energy (laughs) how's it how's that going and they're like please stop yeah leave me <laughs> leave alone. me alone and then every second being like so you think you think it's gonna be good oh my god good? absolutely uh, yeah yeah but i'm excited to work with them i haven't worked with them in such a like on on such a big project i've yeah. done like quick edits yeah, with yeah. them and stuff but yeah i'm excited to see how it how it turns out and then we'll we'll submit it to festivals and stuff it's kind of a bummer i don't know if anyone cares about this everyone <laughs> listening has, is gonna shut it off but no, we have a big industry audience, okay so, yeah, um, that's why they're not calling in because they don't want to they don't want to overplay know, their hand right they gotta wait for when for just the right moment for yeah, reach out yeah. and make a make a connection yeah do you, do you know that podcast the town it's all about Hollywood. I don't, but should I? It's you know like, what? Now they, they do. It's one of these. They do like four episodes a week, and they're all a half hour about different okay. things. This show is kind of the town of uh, Radio of Free Radio Brooklyn. Free Brooklyn. Yeah, okay, a lot of insiders 
listening. Anyway, go on. Oh, this is basically all of the film festival deadlines have either already passed for this year or they're in February 2nd and there's no way we're going to get it done by then. We were going to try to do a sprint edit and half of the people in my life were like, yes, and half were like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're just going to wait till 2025. Yeah. Um, you know, so hopefully nothing major happens that, um, you know, hopefully the lesbians or Jesus don't get canceled. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it'll be a really different film. Yeah. yeah. So funny to imagine they're just like, huh, Jesus is trending. Hope he didn't get canceled. <laughs> Hope he didn't get canceled. Oh, thank God. People are just talking about how much they like Jesus in his movies. <laughs> Jesus is so good in his movies. He's never flopped in a movie. I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's very expressive. Funniest okay. thing would be like Jesus in a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> Uh, fucking Jesus over here. It's my impression of a Kevin Smith That was character. really good. I I was like, in the room? <laughs> Very He's, confused. Yeah, what other movies? Him. Jesus would absolutely crush. Well, he would crush in like a Duplass Mumblecore, obviously. Oh my God, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, that's kind of like, that feels like the most accurate casting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he, he like looks... He's the guy who bearded and got long hair and like Ed Helms is in the movie right. too, but he's also bearded. And nobody's nobody's making eye contact with each <laughs> yes. other and you kind of can't hear, but you know they're all both depressed. Yeah. But also artists. Yeah. yeah. What is, is that what the entire they, movie is close ups? <laughs> yeah. You have no idea where anyone is. No idea time. where. <laughs> they do not answer the who, how, where, why, when <laughs> question. They don't even answer who. You don't know who the character is or even who the actor is because they're unrecognizable. Yes. But one, but in many ways, they're all Jesus, you know? Doesn't somebody do a show at BCC that's, like, making fun of Mark Duplass? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Victor Victoria, I think, does I it? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I saw, I saw it because his face is on the poster. Yes. And I was like, he's yes. going to be at BCC. And I was like, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so funny. I feel like people used to get, uh, like, cease and desists from uh, stuff like that. Like, I did my... my improv show there for like a year and a half that was like it was called drew carey's improv all Star improvaganza and i was like oh, it'd be so funny to get a cease and desist from from this but it did not happen i was gonna say that would be, <laughs> that'd be epic that would be but i know uh, uh elise morales and pat wise used to do a a holiday show at legion bar that was <laughs> like the same name as the rockettes uh uh show it was like the 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 christmas spectacular or something and they got a season desist for a bar show no way maybe people are less litigious than under biden i don't know I, but, yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're putting their energy elsewhere let's bring it back let's bring it I'm back saying. people used to get so much material out of getting season desists we, anyway <laughs> i mean i did have i will say i i yeah i haven't had that although I, I do a show late stage live on brooklyn public access shout out yeah and uh we we do have our technical director anytime we want to use something she's like we're gonna get sued and i'm like i really don't think we are but you <laughs> yeah. know i love that spirit no one's even gonna know about this yeah <laughs> is that at, at, at brick is that the same thing yes yeah. uh brick arts media i think they just they either public access is like part of that or they yeah. renamed yeah that is such a cool place uh, awesome. i took like a premiere editing class there years ago and i remember being like i do wish i had like the time and and energy to like devote to like the whole 
like uh, uh, production like course that they have there because it was like a lot of cool people and and uh it's like very cheap and very, this is a, a a new york based psa for all you uh uh aspiring filmmakers out there no absolutely <laughs> which is brick incredible resource uh you can rent all that equipment for very cheap uh and it's great yeah anyway. once you're certified through like a you know it's like a hundred dollars and some change for like a 10-week course and once you're certified you can rent out the equipment in the studio as much as you want whenever yeah. you want and uh make a show that can go on you know people in brooklyn's television sets yeah. <laughs> and and youtube so yeah oh yeah yeah it's a uh, very 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 cool thing anyway tell me more about that late stage live oh yeah i know i, I saw it was a seamless integration no uh it's been yeah it's great uh it's kind of like a gay daily show hosted by ella yerman um who's very funny and I run the writer's room and kind of also everything because we're all doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like me trying to touch equipment and people being like, no. Yeah. But um, yeah, we've done two episodes. Our third one's coming up and we uh, we record it in front of a live studio audience. And so then cool. we put it on YouTube and people comment some very nice things and some very mean <laughs> things. <laughs> Like what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a lot of it is. I can't imagine. What? A lot of it is like personal attacks at Ella's appearance, and we were like, "You oh, can't." Really? Yeah. And it's like it's like we just insult our comedy at least. Like, come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's like, I gotta stop reading the comments, and we're Got like, it. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That that's that's a, that's a slippery slope for sure. People are still out there doing that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is kind of crazy the degree to which they are still out there doing it. It's like, what is, I, I want to be like, I hope that gives you whatever you need, but like, what could it possibly give you? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, where, what state of life, where are you in I know. your life and why? It's also funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are really creative <laughs> with their insults. Do you have a favorite one that you're thinking of? That was an okay answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, one of them, and Ella will allow me to say this, one of them just, it, somebody keeps insisting that she's wearing a wig and it's her real hair. <laughs> She has blonde hair and bangs, and they're in two little braids. And, and she's like, "This is my real hair. Like, I don't know what else to tell oh you." God. It's so simple. It's not even that mean. It's just like someone's really. And also, a lot of people think we use a laugh track, and I'm, I'm like, we. If it, it'd be a lot better if we used a laugh track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of silences where we wish the live audience. Laughed. How do you find the live audience? Um, we have an Eventbrite that we just send out. Ah. It's, it's pretty. Uh, only like thirty people can fit in the studio gotcha. 25 probably uh, but if you become a patron and join our patreon you get okay. the you get the event right link that rocks so, that's so it. fun yeah patreon i think it's just patreon.com slash late stage live but um yeah you get the ticket link in advance and you get to come to a live yeah a live thing at brick and you can check out all that brick stuff Bri yeah good good way in the door at brick yeah. they're amazing campus amazing campus right. huge cameras never seen bigger cameras <laughs> in my life 80s equipment you know it's <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Biggest cameras you've ever seen. Oh, my God. It's fun to shout out, Brick. I, I, uh, uh, that's such a cool place. Let me ask you about something uh, related to this. Okay. Part of the reason this episode came about yes. was because we were DMing oh my in God. response to an Instagram story that spoke to me <laughs> <laughs> in a very direct way where you were talking about – you. Were, basically, the sentiment was – is it okay that I'm talking about this? Yes, yeah. I was the, trying to remember the exact the, wording because I, I I don't remember what the what the exact wording was, but it was basically like expressing nostalgia for when it was like just stand up all the time. Like yeah. as all you thought about, all you wanted to think about, all that you you it gave you everything at that yeah. point. I could not agree more with this. Life 
was always a little simpler. <laughs> it was a major, majorly simple for me. I, yes. It was like one track mind. And I yeah. see people now. I see the kids. <laughs> I, I know. And I'm like, I, I like, I miss, I miss when that was everything to me. It was totally. like, yeah, wait, keep going though. You were saying. Well, I, I was, I just wanted to talk about Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a moment when I was like, I had just started my, my day job after getting out of grad school, but I also was like juggling a million different things mm -hmm. and in a relationship and, and dealing with families, just everything. And I was like, there was a time in 2018 when all I was thinking about was just like, all right, I got to hit these six basement bar shows for stand up <laughs> tonight and I'm going to do this material. Yeah. And I, and I didn't, not a, not a care in the world besides, you mm -hmm. know, did I, not even, I, I think bombing and doing well didn't even have as much weight because I was just. Because you just, you had another one to do the next yeah. day or later that later night. Later that night. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I do miss, I do miss that. And I, and I see the, the young kids and I'm mm -hmm. like, well, I am of two, maybe it's a coping mechanism because I'm like, ah, your whole life is, life is so much more than this. And, and everything well, is so important to you right now about this, but it's actually not. And then I'm like, wait, but it's so fun when that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how are you. I also don't know if it's obviously it's like getting older and more things entering life. But I think oh, yeah. post maybe I blame COVID for everything. But I think post I 100 I 100 percent blame it for this. Yeah. For yeah. this specific thing. There's a rift. There was like a there's I, I do think I keep calling the like uh, like yeah, like the forgotten generation or like that middle generation. Yeah. where like yes. we lost crucial years when we could have still like we were actually probably good we would have gotten better at stand-up and uh -huh. still been able to have that be the only thing we thought about yeah but then it was ripped out from yeah. under us and covid came in and slapped us in the face and said oh, yeah. no yeah 100 percent. okay cool 100%. i'm glad you feel that way i yeah. completely think it is directly covid's fault yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. like don't even blame any of the other stuff which like would be perfectly good reasons i'm just like oh you get older and like other things become more important and like blah 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 i literally think it is the pandemic's fault when i talk about this with people uh mostly because it's like uh, I mean, there are so many factors that I feel like go into it. The biggest one for me is like for a long time, we had to look for other ways to express that stuff. Yes. Videos. Do uh, everybody do your little video online content. I recreated gay men's thirst traps. <laughs> yes. Well, 150 that was of really them. Good. <laughs> Thank you. No, that was, but that was like what kept me alive and engaged and on the, in on the map or whatever. Yeah. But that was like, yeah, it was like front facing content. And I also think especially for people that are more writing oriented than acting oriented, mm -hmm. that shit's just so hard. And it's really rough. And in that period, it was like, OK, if you can perform uh, to a front facing camera extremely well or make online content mm -hmm. like like Twitter was already kind of dead and nobody wanted yeah. writing. They wanted video content. They wanted to feel like they were in a room with another person. Oh, yeah. Visually and sensorially. Um and yeah, so of course I'm like, ah, oh, COVID ruined everything. And it, especially for writers <laughs> or for write, writing oriented standups or like, writing, no, it's you true. know, it's yeah. true because it's now it stayed that way. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the, the pandemic. I mean, it's not over. I feel like people get mad every time you say it's over, but it's like for all intents and purposes, lockdown, it's a, over, you know, you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's like it stayed that way where it's like I went to uh, a friend's stand-up show that it's just a bar show in bushwick just hosting hosting a bar show with comedians. literally every comedian set up a little phone tripod to tape their sets literally everyone to make 
Instagram videos of the sets afterwards. And it's like, look, I still like had a good time with the show. Like yeah. it doesn't really like it but doesn't you- <laughs> affect me as an audience member per se. But it is kind of like. It's the tripod in the room. You yeah, can't, you can't. You it's can't the really elephant in the room. Yeah, you can't ignore it completely. It's like, oh, one half of their of the this performer is they're performing to us, but they're also thinking about something else. They're content you know? creating at the same time. Yes, they, we yeah. go to this place for magic. We go to this place for in person. Well, I always was saying this. Like I was like the kids now. They didn't know the basement of Bushwick Public House when there were sixty <laughs> people on a lineup. Sixty people on Absolutely. no, sorry, sixty people in line for the open mic. Not a phone in sight. No service down there. Not no a camera. Not there. a DSLR camera in sight. Now <laughs> the kids are doing two camera setups at the open mics. Yeah, and and getting you know millions and millions of views before they have a a tight five or definitely ten twenty. And yeah. it everybody's booking based on. I sound so, but everybody's booking no, no, based on. Let it out. Let it out. Everyone's booking based space. on that. I, I talked to someone yesterday. Very very funny comedian. I I, I love them. We were talking about, they were like, I think I'm better online than in the room. And I think you're better in the room than online. And I was like, well, I would hope so because online, I no no one is engaging with my content. Um, But I do think for me, it's like, also, I, uh, I think people don't take as many risks because they're like, I need to get a clean take Mm -hmm. of this, at least this one joke. Right. Whereas I felt like in those basements, I was doing stupid shit that thank God never saw the light of day. Oh yeah. And I wasn't performing for, I was figuring stuff out. And I, I don't think there's a lot of room to like, grow in front of people when you're when you have your camera filming totally you know totally yeah i no. i mean i completely agree i mean i think that there are people who like have their voice down early yeah and then it's kind of like about honing that yeah that's one person in a thousand you know right everybody else kind of just needs like i just feel like there's so much pressure on it if you're just if you're filming everything all the time you know what i mean it's like i i mean i for a while even before it was like you know clipified i like refused to film a lot of shows because i was like if i set it up i will bomb uh, yeah it's like karmically it'll like come back to me you know that's 100 like, like, what's happening with me is like my manager will be like please get a five minute tape and i yes. the minute the camera's rolling it's like <laughs> i can't say words and it's it's like i you know i'm on stage yeah or it's like i somehow do He's like, don't do crowd work for this tape. Somehow it becomes I'm only talking to the audience. We're having a full brunch chat. (laughs) There's no jokes in there for a mile. Like, it's so, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. And I think it just feels like also I, I, um, in experimenting in those basements, like I have developed a performance style that is, there are set up punchline jokes in it, but they work well as a seven to 10 minute experience when you take like a pizza cutter to it. When you take like a digital pizza cutter and you try to put yes. them out of context online, I don't really think people. I I also heard someone say that like the best reels for stand up like that operate like a message board where it's mm. not even like your joke is good or funny. It is just people being like, "Haha, I do that. Let me yes and in the comments totally. or like let me reply." Totally. Um. So it's not like in terms of quality. Obviously, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. It, yeah. No. It's 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 evil. It's e- it's this, evil. Like, yeah. This, because it, it like. People, unlike me, who want to be successful at it, who (laughs) (laughs) it's like you can't you are incentivized to change your thinking to like Mm -hmm. to meet the the algorithm, you know, and it's like uh, uh, you would hope that there are some you would think that like, come on, like open mic comedy should be safe from this, this encroachment. It should definitely be safe. Like the stakes could not be lower, but it's like it's just it's in there. It's like it's it's clawing its way in and like we were talking about earlier it's not possible to just think about comedy anymore in that pure awesome communal 
I'm going to, after my nine to five, go to a basement and try stuff with friends that will like, you know, we have our own world. It's like, no, now everybody is filming it. So yeah. you're thinking about filming. You have to learn Premiere. You have to, yeah. you have to, you know, figure out which clips to do. Also, I had such a lovely two show night, like uh, the other Friday. Uh-huh. And I, the, one of the two shows was filmed and I watched it back this morning to try to get a clip. And I was like, that was terrible. And <laughs> of now I'm like, changing the memory of like i actually thought i did well and had a great time yeah. and then i'm oh, watching yeah. it back and i'm critiquing myself which obviously i did when i would listen to sets and try sure, to improve sure. but this is different this is like completely negating because i think i'm putting more pressure on like oh there's not a good clip out of this so it that equals it was terrible yeah oh yeah absolutely you know? absolutely and you're just burning material too like I, it's like makes comedy specials feel less you know special maybe i don't know yeah no for sure there's a lot there yeah there, no absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also just I love live performance, and I think I'd be being a theater yeah. nerd. And yeah, if you're doing stand up, I hate to tell you, you're doing theater. Yep, yep. <laughs> I hate to tell you, Joe Rogan, you're a theater actor. <laughs> um, does he do? He does stand up, right? I'm like, he probably still does. Yeah, I know he did. Any of those alt right people, I like to be like you, you, yeah, gay little person doing theater. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think that like the feeling in the room thing. It's just like yeah. that cannot be translated. No, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And I feel like you see it with like, like even on like the improv side of things where mm-hmm. it's like the whole thing is that it only happens once, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's like people are still making their little clips. Improv clips online are difficult. It's really tough. It's to really watch. tough. It's yeah. Really tough. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's brutal. It's like, have you ever, you know, like, I feel like I've had, I have this experience at BCC a lot where it's like, okay, I'm here for the 830 show. I get there and the, the seven o'clock is still going on. Oh, it's an improv set. Oh, it's like, oh, it's a bunch of people I think are really funny. If you come in even 10 <laughs> seconds after the start of an improv set, it's like, yeah, you have no, there's no chance of catching. No, it's like when you're like double dutch and you're just trying yes. to figure out when to, and you're like, you got to give up. You're going to exhaust yourself and it's just it, you can't decode it. You need a very specific Rosetta Stone to to understand what's going on. Absolutely. And yeah, it's like you had to be there. Mm-hmm. You had to be there for the whole time. Yep. If you go to the bathroom, good luck. Yeah, can, yeah. I hope you can hear from inside yeah, there. You're gonna have a bad time when you come back. <laughs> if you go to the bathroom where Emily Worth directed you to go. <laughs> I will say there's no mirrors in those bathrooms. And for a performance venue, it's like, I got to know what I look like before I go on stage. Yeah. Maybe it's intentional, though. Maybe. They want to get you out of your head. They say, hey, don't worry about that. Worry about the material. <laughs> well, that's another thing with reels. Okay, sorry. Here I yeah, go. No, no. If you're hot, if you're a hot person, people stop mm-hmm. scrolling. I had this guy who I went to college with. He's like a viral content creator. Yes. I had a call with him. because Yeah life's bleak no <laughs> shout out he's awesome i'm gonna get oh god um no, he has so many followers i didn't say his name uh he was like gotta get someone to stop in the first three seconds uh, um you gotta get them to stop scrolling and then yeah. within the first five seconds they have to say why am i still watching this yeah and if you yeah, can answer yeah, yeah. both of those and so for hot people oh yeah it's like well i'm gonna stop scrolling because this person's hot and then it's like in the next five seconds if they say something funny or interesting <laughs> or you know relatable i guess yeah and then bonus points if you get someone to comment something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really love the comments on on people's reels where it's just like super hot. Too bad she's not funny. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> that is most of them. Yeah. So insane. It's insane. And but it's, I do yeah. think the same thing is true in the space that we live in here at Radio Free Brooklyn, which is like if every 
podcast now lives or dies on the TikTok clips that they put up of everybody yucking oh, yeah. it up in the studio. It's like the whole idea of having a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, that's the, <laughs> has been that's, annihilated by the grid, by, by the timeline. I mean, we're killing ourselves. We're just, we're just, our radio, you know, was already, you know, we're trying to bring it back. It's not by putting theater, it's not by, it's not by putting uh, movie stars in the seats and yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to have the studio looking good and. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's good. Yeah, it's the reason keep, why we have a people clean clean video right here. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no, no, there's a blue watering can in the corner over there. That's pretty. People just want to see stacks of Swiffer duster. Uh, Swiffer, Swiffer heads will go crazy for this podcast. <laughs> Swiffer heads are going to be losing their minds. I bet there's someone who's really into Swiffer. Oh, yeah, probably. My partner, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. Every that weekend. That would be really funny. Do you, uh, do you know that how-to John Wilson episode where there's like the, the guys who collect like vacuum cleaners? Oh, just, yeah, like, that's such a good episode. If there was a guy who did that just Swiffer, <laughs> Swiffer. <dusters. laughs> really. All of his girlfriends. Really, really good. They're snatched. Yeah. They're, you know? <laughs> Clean and snatched, baby. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> no, it's true. It's it's uh, it's tough. I, I do. I do feel like uh, the, the it's it, people do it uh, uh, begrudgingly, you know, like the video stuff is like that's yeah. that's overwhelmingly. There are people like like your friend who's uh, thinking about the the scrolling habits of yeah. people in a very like uh, intense analytical way. But I, I do feel like most people do it because it's like, oh, well, like, I guess I have to, you know, it's the way the world's going. And I so wish I thought that way. Same. I so wish I didn't feel like a a uh, um an abdication of everything I believe in. Right. You know? it's like, I, I I do feel like I went on on TikTok one cold dark day and it was just like everything on my feed was one of my stand up comedy friends who I know in real life posting yes. the grainiest clip you've ever seen the saddest distillation of their amazing talent and i was like this is like pennies into the trevi fountain they're just yeah, throwing it up like maybe this will be the one that gets me <laughs> like you know it really does feel like maybe this will give you my big break and into the algorithm it goes and, yeah yeah and just disappears just some of the greatest the minds some of the greatest minds some of the blurriest videos <laughs> but you never yeah. know it feels that like is... you've i've become a gambling addict in that or we've all yeah. A lot of people I know become gambling addicts in that way of like, maybe this one, maybe this one. And it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I know. I, I have described it that way before where it's like it just it feels like you're waiting to win the lottery on some level, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't even know what the prize is. Right. <laughs> like, and at least with the actual lottery, it's like, oh, if you win, you get money. Money. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a good point. Yeah. Dang. Anyway. <laughs> 718-673-8201 if your industry is being destroyed by <laughs> social, social media, media. videos <laughs> give us a ring 718-673-8201 now reed we're coming into another segment on the show oh yeah we're gonna play a little game now that the regular listeners will go crazy for this is a little segment called too low too high okay, okay. so this is how it works i have a list here of the top 100 TV shows of all time that was put out by the magazine Variety. Now, for people who don't know, Variety is a, a what they call a trade publication. So it's, it's written by people who work in Hollywood for people who work in Hollywood. So presumably, these should be the people who are qualified to make a list of the top 100 TV shows of all time. But instead, what they've given us is the one that we're about to go through. So all we do is I'm going to get we're going to go through I'm going to give you the name of a show and its place on the list and you tell me if it's too low or too high and then we will discuss. All right. 
Are you ready to be hit with number one? Uh, this is the this is the top number show. one, the best show, show of, of all, all time, time, according to the editors of Variety. Yes, who I'd love to know who that is, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I can do that. There's it, probably a masthead yeah. somewhere I could dig up for you. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I'm scared, but I'm ready. Number one, I love Lucy. Okay, so it's my mother that made this list. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. Do they give a? Do they? Do they give any reason why? They, they do a little paragraph for each one. And basically what they say is that there are these like, you know, iconic, indelible moments uh-huh. that everyone knows if they haven't even seen I Love Lucy, uh, which I don't know if that's true. Best versus iconic are two different things, too. Like best TV of all time. Like people got to get more specific. I mean, come on. I Look, I agree. All right. I do love that. I do remember as a kid watching I Love Lucy. Yeah. And being like, this is very funny. I know my parents really like this show. I am enjoying it too. Yeah, got to give it up for yeah. got to give it up for the history. But the I, I was I thought it would be Breaking Bad. I am I so, maybe I hang out with too many. No, no, you you're we're not far away. Okay, we're not far away. <laughs> oh, from good. Breaking Bad. Here's what I'll say about I Love Lucy. Yeah, is it amazing that she did what she did in the fifties? As like a as a woman in show business, absolutely, absolutely incredible achievement, amazing. What I'll also say is it's a lot of just falling down. <laughs> Look, actually, some shows could stand to to add a little more you of know, that these days. Totally right. <laughs> these days, if more people fell down on the bear. It, it would, you know what? And Succession, there was a little bit of falling down, and that was the that was some of the best part. The slapstick yeah, parts, like, they're talk talk talking, and then someone falls. Varepa variety is the spice. Of life. That's right. So, uh, oh, read. I'm a, I, I, I'm, I'm a rep. I've come. They've sent me here. <laughs> they've planted me here. No, I do think. Yeah, you're so right. It's a lot of falling down. It's a lot of falling down. Just like the Dick Van Dyke show. You know, he's tripping over the ottoman. Yeah. I think the chocolate scene. You got to give it up for the chocolate scene. Drake and Josh did the version with sushi, which a lot oh, of yeah. you know people know from that. Now. Oh, I, I know exactly. What they you're just did about. a little tribute on the Emmys. Natasha Leone and. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, but yeah. uh, yeah, I love Lucy. Okay, yeah. To me, I'm like someone thought TV, and then they're like, "Oh, I got I love Lucy yeah. equals TV." Yeah, I yeah. guess so. It's a lot like of a- falling down. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a safe choice. A lot of yelling. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of yelling. TV is yelling though. Mm-hmm. Movies are not as much yelling. No, unless it's like a Jeff Bridges or something. Yeah, TV is yelling. Movies are driving. Driving and thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Road stretches of good, roads. This is a good rule. This is good. TV, <laughs> I mean, you can't say that TV isn't yelling. <laughs> so I think we're both going to say too high. Too high. Too high. But I understand it, but too high. Now, here's an interesting one. I'm going to give you two and three at the same time. Okay. Because the placing is interesting to me. At number two, Mad Men. Okay. At number three, the Sopranos. Okay, I see. Hmm, that's Mad Men too high. Sopranos too low. I mean, totally. I yeah. would swap them. I would swap them too. I, I would actually probably bump Mad Men further down. No, I Sopranos. love. It. I love so, Mad Men. I, I do too, but I think. Yeah, well, yeah, but swap them. I say swap them. If you're gonna I have I love Lucy, if you're gonna have I love Lucy one. first. <laughs> Swap Mad Men and Sopranos. Swap them. So here's what I'll say about this. Because I, I think as as shows, both very comforting to me. Both shows I'll just throw on yeah. for the fun of it. Mad Men probably gives me more like aesthetic pleasure than yeah. Sopranos. Yeah. But I also feel like you can't ignore that it's the same like structure. It's like 
Totally. Don is Tony. Roger is Polly Walnuts. Like, like Lucy is, you know, I don't know, Peggy. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> She's a badass woman. Peggy, that. I yeah. think, is Christopher. True. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, uh, TV is tropes. If, yeah. if school taught me anything, it, you know. Um, yeah, it is. You can't ignore that. It is the same. It is the same structure. How many years? Of, what is the timeline on both of those? So it has it right here. Oh, it's so funny I'm so, you ask. <laughs> I'm, I'm the rep from Variety. Sopranos. And by the way, does it say the timeline? <laughs> Sopranos is 1999 to 2007. Okay. And then Mad Men starts 2007, goes to 2015. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And both of them, I you got it, are East Coast-centered mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Something there. I see a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, The Simpsons. Okay. Feels about right to me. Yeah. They're not going to put, they're not going to put animated first. Sorry. No way. They're not even, they don't even have a proper... They're not even in the WGA. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Probably, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kind of that up. feels just right to me as well. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm not just agreeing with you to agree with you. Now, yeah. here's your favorite show ever number, at number five, Breaking Bad. I, could, I, I think it's got to be higher because, first of all. Higher. I, talk, about, talk about reinventing. Okay, reinventing the form is a little much. But like, <laughs> like you said, Mad Men and Sopranos got the same formula. Yeah. We're both, you know. New York, like we're, they went to they went to New Mexico and they said we're yeah. gonna shake this up, yeah, and we're gonna create some characters you haven't seen before, and we're gonna do something a little different. I don't know. I'm a huge Vince Gilligan. Oh head. yes, I think he rules Vince Gilligan. Uh, although I, but I understand again. You know what? This is all being thrown by I Love Lucy being number one <laughs> because because if it was like Sopranos, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Simpsons, yeah. Sopranos, Mad Men, Simpsons, Breaking Bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Can I be super real about Breaking Bad? Yeah, you don't like it? Well, it's not that. I I love it. There's some falling down in it. I I mean, (laughs) and it rocks. (laughs) The weak link for me. Mm. It's it's the fella at the lead. It's Cranston. Really? I feel like I see the acting. Oh, for okay. Well, here, okay. So now you're a man after my own heart because... I have the same problem with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I loved Killers of the Flower Moon because of Lily Gladstone. Okay? Yeah, no, she's that so is, good. She's dropped the fuck in. Can we swear on this? I said, I've sworn before. Yeah, no, you're Okay, good. she's dropped in. Same thing with Killian in Oppenheimer. Did I like that movie? No. Did I, did I think Killian was dropped the fuck in? And I could, <laughs> when I can't see the acting, when I am, when someone bodies a role, literally embodies body, yeah. like, yeah, you're right. I can, you know what though? That might just be because he had to cough so much. <laughs> <laughs> That'll shake you out of a performance. Like if <laughs> if you have to do something like medically like so real, funny. I just think that's hard to like. A cough is so hard to act. Yeah. If you cough, I'm like you're <laughs> acting. I'm like, unless it's like you're actually choking on set and they caught it real documentary style, John Wilson. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Because, but yeah, no, I think I hear you. So you're not being the classic hating on Skylar. No way. No, Skylar's my favorite She's character. Awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think that you don't see Jesse's acting Je- Jesse's acting as much yeah. because he's really close to that in real life, yeah. is what, oh, yeah, which is another one of those things where you're like, yeah, 
I just think, yeah, Brian. I also don't like, I'll just say this. Okay. I don't like how the two of them went on this like multi-year victory tour oh, together. Yeah. Showing up at every commercial together. Yeah. Being like, get a Mountain Dew, bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like, you have money. We don't, what's going on? It, yeah. Something's going on deeper there. They. But that has nothing to do with the show, admittedly. Well, they probably, well, it doesn't. Here's a, that's a great question. How much of these lists are, and how much of well, shows in general are informed by zeitgeist, all this stuff? Because well, nowadays, I'm like, because a lot of people say succession, the hype mm-hmm. is what made it even, you know, I mean, better. I, yes. Yes. I, I For sure. Succession, I mean, it's at number 13 on this list. Yes, number 13. I'm curious. Okay, wait, let's go through more. I will say okay. also Breaking Bad with that. That's interesting with the hype thing because I remember somebody saying to me that that was one of the last shows that people like could get on box set and you actually did like t- you went through tune them. in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was like a weird mixture of the like tuning in every week, but also you could binge thing. And yeah. now we're like almost all the way circled back to that with like White Lotus and yes. people waiting for anyway. Yeah, that's super. Yeah. Streaming. Six. Sex in the City. Okay. Yeah. Feels right. Uh, Yeah. It should be up there. Maybe a little too high. I think it I I also think it's a little too high. To to go break to go breaking bad sex in the city. But again, this is iconic. Best versus iconic is so different. Yeah. Like if it's iconic actually, iconic actually, I think Sex in the City should be even higher. Yeah. Yeah. Mm? It's again just Probably. I mean, definitely should be higher than Mad Men or Breaking Bad. Ag- yes. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe like neck and neck with Breaking Bad cuz Walter White was like memed so much. Yeah. At that time. But but more, it's like, but nobody had personality quizzes of like, <laughs> right, are you a Walter? Right. Are you a Walter? Or Jesse? Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's like, yeah, that to me is in many ways, Sex and the City maybe should be number one. Yeah, in that if that's absolutely like, you know top, I, I'll, culturally I'll at least top three, accessibility wise, to way more people are going to reference and know that than yeah. any of those other shows. One hundred percent. And I Love Lucy is just banking on one, what, the chocolate? That's it? Like, one reference? Like, Sex in the City, people are quoting multiple. Like, we, I had never seen the show, and I basically knew what the show was. Absolutely. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, okay. So, culture told me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Told you exactly right. Right. I also think that first season is, like, very funny. Oh, yeah. And very good. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. I think I think could be higher. Yeah. Too low. Too too low. Right. Sorry. Too low. Too low. <laughs> I'm changing your game. All right. We yeah. have to. We we're, we're we, gotta, we only got, we got like less no, than ten minutes. We're running out of time. Speed through a couple okay, of these because yes. I do want to talk about succession. Yes. Number seven. The wire. Don't care. Okay. That's my hot take. <laughs> yeah, same. Honestly, same. <laughs> uh, number eight. Seinfeld. Too low. <laughs> number nine. Mary Tyler Moore. Too high. Uh, yeah. Wait. Too high. Number ten. Roots. Haven't seen it. Probably too low. Yeah. Uh, Eleven cheers. Too high. Uh, really? Yeah. No, I think it should be higher. Uh, but okay. We don't. Let's take we two don't have minutes to talk about cheers. I mean, first season, amazing. Yes. So good. Everything else is not good. That's true. I I am like okay again. Are you saying this show in its totality? Are you saying one? Some of these have like one amazing episode. That's yeah. really pushing them. Higher than they should be, I guess. Yeah, All right, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. No, it's okay. We can disagree. I think it's beautiful, actually. I think that also it's like this. I think it's beautiful that we disagree. Yeah, I think there's like a nostalgia element to Cheers that probably yeah. is kicking in here. Yeah, yeah. Like, All right, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. Uh, so number curious. twelve. <laughs> number twelve is Sesame Street. Oh, <laughs> too high. Too high. Too high. Thirteen. Here we are. Succession. Right, succession. Lucky thirteen. Lucky thirteen. Go off. 
Can you tell me what's below it, actually? Below, uh, okay, so it's beating at 14, the Twilight Zone. Okay. At 15, Saturday Night Live. Oh. At 16, All in the Family. 17, The Oprah Winfrey Show. 18, <laughs> The Golden Girls. 19, Playhouse 90, which should not count. Uh, yeah. It shouldn't count. It's not the same thing. And number 20, 60 Minutes. Oh, <laughs> Wait, okay, here's the problem. There's like every genre. They need different buckets. Like this is, you can't put these, you cannot pit these girls against each other. Now like, I want to see what, now they say, so at 20 is 60 minutes, 21 is Game of Thrones. Oh, that's too high. Who is the person who's like, I love Game of Thrones, but I really think 60, 60 minutes, minutes has got to come show. in my way. Yeah. I want to see a ticking clock uh, before a dragon. And that's what I want to see. Okay. We live in a reality. The 60 minutes episode. Succession is. I, uh, it might honestly be just right. Like I, mm, I think it may be, be it maybe be, it may be, it be, may be too be. low. <laughs> it may, mm. I, I think it is a better constructed TV show in some ways than Mad Men and Sopranos, which is maybe crazy to say, get but it. I think I can't, swing. That is, yeah, yeah, why not? I'll say it. Hell yeah. Get in. <laughs> I'll get taken out when I leave the studio. No, or like it's a better constructed show than a lot of the ones that were that are above it, but it's not as iconic. But maybe yet, yeah. I, mean, I am curious happened. to see like how long it will stay in the mm -hmm. like because there were the are you a Roman, are you a Kendall, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. type of thing. I th for me the thing that Succession has going for it is that unlike that like golden era or whatever of like Breaking Bad, Mad Men, uh, uh, Sopranos, like all that stuff, it is not at least in the same direct way a like white male competence fantasy yeah, yes. <laughs> of like this teacher is actually better at cooking drugs than uh, <laughs> all the people of color in new mexico yeah. you know so it, true. Like, it doesn't have that kind of thing going for it it's like everyone is very clearly a screw up and it does like the stuff of the sopranos is like how like the people were watching it being like why is why isn't there more killing on it like they right. wanted tony to be like like they wanted him to like not go to therapy ever right uh, right and i don't think i feel like a uh, there's no way people are watching succession in the same way like yeah. misunderstanding it to that degree i don't i don't know if it's possible well, i mean some... i'm sure it's possible but not on the same you know what i mean e yes i i get the like Bat, what, I feel like it's like Veep, which by the way should be way higher. Which it's not. We haven't even talked about. It. It's not even on here. It should be way higher. I'm gonna check. Uh, that show it. is on every moment of every day in my home. Command F. But to me, Veep twenty six, not too far away. Wow, but still too low. Mm. But Veep and Succession to me live in the same world of like these are terrible people that you're rooting for or just entertained by watching terrible people do terrible things. It's not. It's definitely a critique. But I don't know. It like. Yeah, I feel like that might be the only way that shows can make such big waves yeah. these days, too. Now that, you know, cancel culture is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've become Joe Rogan. No, yeah. it's, it's to do the yes. like... Complete the transformation. <laughs> it's to do the like, we're, we're watching bad people. This is a critique of whatever. Isn't this funny? But also some people I know can't... They're like, I can't watch Succession because they are so terrible. Like these people. Oh, sure. I'm nah, like, eh. up. I mean, okay, thank you. That's what I was like. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just think the writing is also fun. If you're talking fast while walking down a hallway, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about stuff you have like not seen on on TV before. It's like uh, there was no Tom. There right. was no Greg. There was no Greg. There was no Greg. To me, yeah, they they tapped into it was Shakespeare. It was, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Uh, we're out of time. We're out of time. Oh. <laughs> Read so nice to see you and talk to you. Thank you for having me. I could talk all day about Roommates it. Roommates reunited. Uh, 
what should people do now? Should they check out what what should they do? Oh, yeah, you can follow me at our Pope Graham on Instagram. I try to post all my little projects on there. Uh and uh Subscribe to Late Stage Live, youtube.com slash Late Stage Live, and Lesbian Jesus, the film, will be coming out soon. Oh, I can't wait. I truly cannot wait to see it. <laughs> Such a joy to talk to you. Uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, stick around for uh, the rest of the Radio Free Brooklyn Sunday lineup. Shedding light starting very shortly. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>